That's the uh, vivacious, passionate and committed Violet Coco, who came straight from a climate protest to appear at the August 9 Greens Institute Conference in Brisbane, still with her loud halo around her neck, and continue with her message. Her message about climate. Her message that we should be doing something about the climate crisis. Violet is nationally known for her protests about the climate. She's been arrested on multiple occasions. Violet is, by nature, an introvert, and she has to counter those instincts to become what she is. Yes, this is the latest episode of Climate Conversations, and I am your host, Robert McLean. This podcast is assembled here in Shepparton, in northern Victoria, Australia, on the lands of the Yorta Yorta people. Yes, the stolen lands of the Yorta Yorta people, and I pay my respects to elders, past, present and emerging. Changes to state and federal laws have made the work of the people like Coco and her ilk quite difficult, legally risky, facing possible jail and massive fines. The penalties for climate protesters far exceed those for other offences of people who do seemingly even worse things. Coco blocked one lane of the Sydney Harbour Bridge recently and was sentenced to 15 months jail. She escaped that. There's an example. One lane of the Sydney Harbour Bridge and she was going to jail. Meanwhile, people can do far worse things in the civil world and the criminal world and get lesser penalties. It seems vastly unfair. Of course, it's about protecting the ways of neoliberalism. Don't do anything to stand in the way of neoliberalism. If you do, you'll go to jail. Well, that was in August, and the protesters continue with their work. And just recently, and that was on Saturday, September 9, I happened to be at Stepping Up Together, a conference in Melbourne organised by Robert Patterson, at which a whole bunch of people come together to talk about the climate crisis and what they could do about that. And one of those who attended and spoke was Charlotte. Charlotte is a 15-year-old schoolgirl, and she talked about the school strike for climate. Charlotte paid homage to the Indigenous people who looked after Australia for millennia. I missed all that, but I got the basis of what she said. So let's have a listen to Charlotte now. So my name is Charlotte Glace. I'm 15 years old and I attend Paran High School. And I'm one of the organisers for, stu- for School Strike for Climate NAM. We organise youth-led actions pressuring the government, corporations into more meaningful, ambitious and urgent steps towards cl- climate crisis. Um, I actually joined School Strike for Climate on accident. So despite having been very, very passionate about the environment for most of my life, I joined on accident while I was at a rally a few years ago. I was at this rally, my friends and I were there, we were yelling, we were chanting, and I was handed a megaphone and said, talk. (laughs) And I did, Um, and now I'm here. (laughs) Um, Over the years, School Strap for Climate has grown from a small group of friends all passionate about the environment to a nationwide organisation that organises strikes with well over 30,000 people all over Australia in attendance for just one strike. Obviously, we will not be able to solve the climate crisis just at this forum, nor will we be able to solve the climate crisis at any forum or conference, no matter how big or international it is. What we need now is collective action, and today is another great example of this. We need local and state governments to work with everyone, to work with young people. First Nations people, um, who are some of the most impacted and vulnerable communities of climate change and the broader community. The world for change is here, we just need to act. 
An action I'd like to call your attention to is the Make It 16 campaign, which is a current campaign to lower the voting age to 16, which will be a crucial step in young people's voices being heard. In conclusion, let me emphasize this. Our future is on the line and we refuse to be the generation that watches it crumble. Youth climate activism is not a choice, it's an obligation and a responsibility to protect our planet. The time for excuses and procrastination is over. I'd like to thank the organisers of this event Mal and Malcolm for reaching out to School Strive for Climate and giving me the opportunity to do a short little speech um, and come represent the voice of young people. If the young people in your life want to become more active in climate action, please mention to them our socials as we're currently planning our biggest rally yet in November. So keep your eye out and I hope to see you and your young people there. <laughs>